Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Simran Unplugged. I'm your host, Madeline. And I'm your co-host, Gwen. And today we have two amazing guests, Mr. Zimmerman and Miss Batterson. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about um, a few different things that DCSD is trying to accomplish in the next election. But before we get into that, we are going to start off with a little game we call 10 Questions in 60 Seconds. Are you both ready? Oh, this is going to be quick. I'm super, yes. super excited. Can't wait. This. It is going to be quick. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Your time is starting in three, two, one. Favorite color? Teal. Blue. <laughs> Dream job? Assistant principal at Cimarron. Principal, obviously. What college did you go to? CSU. Northern Colorado. Birthday? October 17th. February 7th. Biggest value? Integrity. Working hard. Favorite food? Mexican. Italian. Favorite drink? Coca-Cola. Definitely coffee. Worst fear? Ooh, snakes. Favorite sport? Oh, wait. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> I don't know. 60 uh, spiders. Okay. <laughs> Not really uh, favorite spiders. sport? Football. Wrestling. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs, for sure. All right. We, we did it. And yes. you still had 15 Ooh. seconds uh, remaining. I really felt the pressure because I couldn't think of anything that I had, like, real fears with. <laughs> Snakes was pretty good. Yeah. Snakes was a good that one. Good. All right. So now we're going to get into a more kind of serious note. And we are going to start off with Mr. Zimmerman. Would you mind explaining what exactly the mail bond would do for schools. Sure. Thanks for asking that. It's definitely an important time because um, we're having that stuff on the ballot. It's 5A mm-hmm. and 5B coming yeah. up on November 8th. And so mm-hmm. they're, they're two separate things. The mill is a tax increase that would be ongoing for our taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's cool about that is the more people that live in Douglas County, so as Douglas County grows, that tax actually becomes less on our, our community. Okay. So that's a, a permanent increase tax that would raise the level of what we're paying our schools. So for example, we get a fixed amount, and I think this is probably the most or biggest, um, the biggest perception that people don't know about is that we only get so much money. So even when taxes go up, the state gives us a fixed amount. Right. So we just get less of our tax money, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only way we can increase that bucket and grow that bucket is to pass a mill. And this mill that we're doing is going to be an increase for teacher pay to make teacher salaries a little bit more competitive with our neighbors. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we actually did some research on this before. So um, for teachers and students, with comparing Cherry Creek School District in Douglas County, it's significantly less. So even just for students, um, per student in Cherry Creek, there's, they're spending $1,950 more per student. So would passing this mill help to maybe get us closer to the point where Cherry Creek is at? or? Yes, and it wouldn't get us there all the way, right. but it would be a definite step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It would put us more comparable to like Jefferson County or Littleton. We would be right in that competitive competitive range. But when you look at that 1950 per student, it equates to $124 million more operating for us as a district. Right. Okay. Um, Ms. Batterson, do you have anything that you would like to add to that? 
Um, the only thing I would add is that, and you touched on this a little bit, but Douglas County School District pays our teachers significantly less than other districts around. As a matter of fact, of all of the districts in the state, we're one of the lowest, unfortunately. So this would be a huge step in the right direction to get us caught up with other districts. Right. And um, we noticed that Douglas County is one of the top wealthiest counties in the United States. Right. So, Miss Batterson, what do you think about that? Because in Colorado, we're paying teachers one of like the lowest out of everyone, but as a whole in the country, we're one of the wealthiest. Yeah, yeah it's a really interesting dichotomy that we are where we are. Um, you know, it's one of those things where I think a lot of the community is uninformed about what were how low our teachers are actually paid and hopefully through this education they're able to see um, what this mill and bomb would really do for our teachers because we are one of the wealthiest districts in the whole united states and i think our community really values teachers and education and i think that this is something that would obviously benefit our school district quite a bit yeah and touching back on the community um, um both of you can answer this uh what should parents know more about this well, I think that we didn't really talk about the bond. Yeah, um, just like the, what should parents know about the, the bond? I think more. with the bond, um, it it allows us to operate. Like this is operating dollars for us. Our schools, mm-hmm. on average, cost about twenty to thirty million dollars to operate a year. A lot of what this bond is going towards is growth, though. So we need elementary schools in some mm-hmm. neighborhoods that don't have them that are brand new neighborhoods. So yeah. the 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 plan is to build elementary schools. So that's most of this bond is going to go towards the growth of our district. But parents, I think parents should know um, is that we're we're going to be here for our students regardless. Right. Uh, obviously, we want the best funding to put our best foot forward to have the resources and stuff necessary to help with that success. Exactly. Yeah. Miss Batterson, do you have anything that you would like to add to that? Um, I think I would just add from a parent perspective, thinking about being a parent in one of those new communities, how important it would be to have elementary schools for my kids to attend. Right. I have young kids. I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old. And so to think about building or buying a house in a new community and not having an elementary for my kids to attend would be really tough. Yeah, and not that are. there wouldn't be places for them to attend, but it would be a little bit more difficult to get my own kiddos to school, right. um, which would be hard. So I think that that's a huge thing to think about when deciding whether or not to vote yes or no on the the bond portion of it is you know there's a lot of people that are going to be in these new communities and it's it's really important that we have schools for those kids to be able to attend right and i think a lot of parents don't have the ability to drive their kids 15 minutes to go to school in the morning and that can be tough for working parents and even kids just having even that extra 15 minutes that they have to sit in the car when it could be two or five or anything like that absolutely Mm -hmm. But next, we would like to talk more about the bond, and we already kind of touched on this a little bit, and how it's going to help schools. And how it's going to affect our freshman year of high school. Sure. Um, I can speak to it a little bit from your all's freshman year of high school, Mm -hmm. because I've been an assistant principal for the last 11 years up at Legend, and this is my first year down at Cimarron, and so um, as an assistant principal and advisor up there, I really saw the benefits of some of the CTE programs that we're able to offer through the district. Um, and there, I mean, there's just so many different offerings that we can offer our high school students. And a lot of them are not offered at every single school. So for right. example, if you wanted to take an automotive class, it's not offered at Legend, but it is offered at Ponderosa. 
Okay. In order for a student to be able to get there, we have to consider, one, is there space in the class? Two, is there transportation to be able to attend right. that section at that school? Um, and through the bond, we'll be able to increase our funding for CTE classes kind of across the board. So we have the new Legacy Campus that's opening up. I'm sure you've heard about a little bit about that at least, um, which is going to have some really incredible CTE offerings for students. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is awesome and super exciting and with the bond if the bond were to pass that would just increase the amount of offerings that were available at each individual school um, depending on obviously what school it is we have just I'm telling you guys it's it's really cool I'm excited for you all to be able to get there and to be able to experience it because there's I don't know probably 20 to 30 different CTE programs that we right. offer depending on the school um, from cosmopolo- cosmo- cosmetology excuse me to um, mechanics to robotics engineering I mean there's just some aviation will be at the new legacy campus just some really cool things that um, I hope that if the bond does pass there'll be just more opportunities for all students across right. all nine of the traditional high schools to be able to partake in those things along with our alternative high schools as well right also. and just be able to learn more even in if you're interested more in this but you don't have access to it it's kind of almost shutting down your dream in a way and it's pushing it backwards when we could even start to move forward more. Absolutely, I saw that a lot when I was working with kids just trying to get them scheduled into the right courses. Again, more resources would make that more accessible for all kids. Yes, and so real quick, we wanted to talk about some common misconceptions that even students, parents, teachers, really anyone in Douglas County might have. Are you talking about with the bond and mill? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, again, I think the the big misconception is how schools are funded across our state. Mm-hmm. Um, we are capped out with where our state is, and and so, for example, when our taxes are increased because our home values go up, then all of a sudden. The, the libraries and some of the, the entities in the county, they get more money. So tax, t- when there's more tax money coming in, the entities like libraries and, and municipalities get more funding. Schools are not like that. We stay fixed. And so um, one, of the, one of the things that may not be real known out there in comparing, comparing this need for the mill is that we have a teacher shortage in our county. I remember when I first started as an assistant principal, getting a social studies, you know, applicant out there and having like 50 or 60 candidates. When we were looking this summer, we were having like three or four candidates. And so the amount of people getting in as teachers right now is, is low. And so we need to, one, boost up our teachers and really make sure that we're taking care of them. Mm-hmm. So we retain them. Part of that is pay. When you look at a, a, a starting teacher salary, it, 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 it is not comparable to what the cost of living is here in Douglas County. So right. our teachers, there is no way they can live in our county without multiple roommates because the, exactly. the housing cost is so high. Yes. Right. And I think, I mean, looking back at my old elementary school, none of the teachers that I had are still there except one. And I mean, even though we are in eighth grade, that's still a solid three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know so many teachers that have moved to different states because they just, the pay is so low and it's not a good enough salary to live normally here because it's not like many teachers are able to drive 30 minutes out of the county back in so that way they can go to school and go to their job. Right. And like Miss Batterson was saying, a lot of those 
those teachers have families. Right. And so mm-hmm. when you are, you know, commuting farther away, it's harder to be with your family because you're making that right. commute. Yeah. I have a lot of friends in education that have been in Douglas County that unfortunately have left to go to different counties because the pay differential was ten to twenty thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. And that's a lot of money, it's right? A when lot. you're talking about that a young a teacher. Um, right. and some of them have come back and, and some of them haven't and we certainly, you know, it's it's a loss to our county for sure when we lose great teachers yes. to other yeah, counties. Because for sure. I've seen so many of my favorite teachers just have to leave because it's not it's not manageable at exactly. the point. Because when you're starting out, there's so many young teachers out there that are so amazing and they've helped me grow so much. But then they kind of have to leave because they aren't getting paid enough. Yeah, but this... It, 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 this county is an amazing county to live in. Right. Like we Absolutely. have such a good community. Yeah. Yes. Um, in all three of our regions, Castle Rock, Highlands Ranch, and Parker, it, it's so cool to live in this community. And, right. and I feel blessed to live in it. Yeah. Um, and our teachers want the same. Like our teachers yes. are for the community. They want to live in the community because they care about the community. Right. right. Yes. Awesome. Um, and then we are going to do one last question. Um, in that, oh, oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> How can students have a voice in this? Because although it affects us greatly, we can't vote yet. Yeah, it's um, hard to us, or it's hard for us to like get involved. So, so, do you have any suggestions for students out there to get involved? I love that. That's a great question. I think there's a lot of things you can do as students. One, uh, just use your voice. Right, you all are. A generation that is on social media quite a bit. I think that's yeah. a great place to express how you feel about this. I also think you can get out in your neighborhoods and talk to people um, if that's something that you're interested in doing. You know, I think you can make a difference by talking to your neighbors and talking to your friends and talking to, you know, your dentist and mm-hmm. say, hey, have you thought about this? What do you think about it? Um, like Mr. Zimmerman said, I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there about 5A and 5B and what it looks like. And if you are educated, which the two of you certainly are, you've spent some time researching, mm-hmm. um, I think it's really important that you you do, you talk to the community right. because, like I said, you have such an important voice. And at the end of the day, this is all about you guys more than right. anything else because this is about students and it's about education and it's about the future generations. And if we don't take care of that and we don't really value that, then it's it's a little bit harder, right? right. Like Mr. Exactly. Zimmerman said, we're going to be here no matter what. We're going to continue sure. to do what's best for all of you. But mm-hmm. the more resources we have, the, the better it is. Right. Okay. Yes, because this new bill or not, sorry, bond is going to affect our futures, whether it gets passed or not. Absolutely. It's going to affect us in positive and in negative ways. Mm-hmm. So I think we just have to do all we can to help teachers, help students and to come together as one. Yeah, I agree. But thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thanks for the conversation. And yes, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.